Welcome to the Organize Anything podcast with Colette Robichaud. Welcome to the Organize Anything podcast. I'm Colette Robichaud, work-life strategist, coach, and professional organizer. We're continuing our work from the Work From Home series. During this episode, I'll talk about how you can flourish working at home with your newly found time and flexibility. Many of us started working from home and find that we suddenly have some extra time. We're not commuting, we're not getting our makeup on, or taking the extra time required to get dressed professionally. I think it's a good idea as we continue on our productivity journey to think about what we can do with those extra minutes and hours of found time. Let's consider how you can use your time more effectively. Research shows us that once people start working from home, that 50% of us are sleeping much later than we did before. We want to think about this if you're sleeping in. Are you going to bed later? Are you staying up later because you're more rested from sleeping later? And are you actually using your time at night in a good way, a way that is intentional? I'm not saying self-care and relaxation isn't a good thing to do, but if you have shifted your bedtime too much later, you may want to question if this is the right thing for you. There's a term that has been coming up in the media lately, and it's called revenge bedtime procrastination. It describes the decision to sacrifice sleep for leisure time. Sleep procrastination can take a couple of forms. One form involves delaying the act of getting into bed, and another is delaying getting to sleep, usually by binging something on a streaming platform or staying on our electronic devices way too long. This feeling that we're rewarding ourselves after a long, stressful day is very, very short-sighted. Enjoying less sleep is not going to work for us for the long term. So check yourself and see if you've become one of those revenge bedtime procrastinators. When I started my own business and working from home well over 20 years ago, it was a big change. From the beginning, I tried to think about how I could not only maintain the same level of productivity I could get from working in an office with others, but how I could be even more productive. I didn't want to be productive for the sake of being productive. I wanted to be able to work smarter so I could get more time to do the things I really enjoyed and wanted to do, like time with friends and family and getting healthier. I started looking at my chores and everything that I had to do regularly and usually left till the weekend. And I wondered if I could split that list up during the week and use them as break times. I knew I needed to be very careful with breaks starting out. A break can really stretch out for me and in the summer even more so. At first I was continually going out to my garden and most of us know that time disappears when we're doing something we love. I started using a timer and taking it with me. Way back then, I didn't even have a cell phone, but now it's much easier to set a timer with our cell phone, which is usually with us at all times. I really wanted to lessen that core load in the evenings as well, not just the weekends. So I started to incorporate some things into my breaks. Something as simple as a break in the morning, five minutes to put a load of laundry in the wash. My physiotherapist had given me stretch exercises and I have made a habit of getting up from my desk and doing a little stretch. So before throwing in a load of laundry, this is what I did. Another stretch break and I could be putting the laundry in the dryer. Then I knew I could take a longer break later to watch my favorite show and fold and put away the load. As you go about your day or week, think how certain chores could be integrated into your workday. 
Then the weekends could really be the time off and rejuvenation we all need. Start with bite-sized tasks, then think small, but be consistent. Often tying something to a habit that we're already doing allows us to do things better as well. But think small and think bite-sized and consistent, and this is going to really work for us for the long term. Another thing research is showing us that many people are working more hours than ever. The expectations from employers is really stretching into the employee's day over a longer stretch of hours. Our new flexibility has been a benefit and a curse, so we really need to be intentional about our routines. Scheduling works and blocking things in will help you think about how you look at your day and what you need to get things done. Some people have the same day every day and some people already have a lot of flexibility. So how can you think about how you break up your day? Where have you found extra time? And with that found time, it's a great time to think about our professional development. Have an extra 30 minutes in the morning? Why not spend that time with some sort of educational class that's related to our job? We always want to maintain our upward mobility because we never know at what point in our life we may want to change what we're doing now. I know as someone who has taught LinkedIn courses and consulted for years, I see many people making transitions in life when they didn't think they were going to, and all of a sudden they are looking to beef up their resume. If you are showing yourself to have taken classes, workshops, and training, you look like a lifelong learner that shows an adaptability, whatever you're going to do. Keep the education section of your resume up to date and that means that even if you switch within your organization, it shows that you're willing to learn and look at new things. Your new skills don't have to be directly related to your current job. Maybe you want to learn something for a side hustle, or it could be an upgrade that you can bring to your current work, or maybe you're just interested in learning something totally new. No matter what you decide to learn, do it with intention. If you do your professional development at the start of the day, when you would have been commuting to work, it gets you into that work mode and keeps you from putting it off later in your day when you get busy. Plus, it gives you that sense of accomplishment from checking something off your to-do list right away at the start of the day. And something like professional development is not one of those urgent things typically, and often the things that aren't urgent get put off. Those non-urgent things are often very important to our long-term success. So think about getting some of those non-urgent things into that new flexible and found time. Visit and follow Organize Anything on Instagram for inspiration, goal prompts, tips to get and stay organized, and more. To find Colette, search at Organize Anything. Thank you for listening to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaux. Often these things that are important to our overall macro life are not urgent and don't get done on the daily basis. The more we can create ways to get those big picture things done that will have a huge benefit on our life, the more it's going to serve us for the long run. So build those into our days and you will have a better long-term perspective on where you want to go in life. These are the things that make us really successful and are difficult to work in when we're caught up in that busy schedule. Another thing to block in as a break from your workday that works really well, especially in the morning, is to add exercise. We know that people that exercise in the morning and do it regularly are more likely to get it done than those who do it later in the day. People tend to be more consistent because they start their day this way. 
It also saves time getting cleaned up after you exercise if you're doing it first thing in the morning. No need to shower twice or get dressed and undressed. Before making the transition to working from home, I was really a gym goer, so considering how to work fitness into my home routine was a change. I did most of my active activities outside of the home. So when I started to think, what can I do at home? I had to look around and see what do I have at home that I can actually gather up and use. If you've listened to me in the past, you know, I believe strongly that you start any project by using what you already have. I took everything I had and brought it together. I had some stretch bands. I had mats. I had a few little weights. Today, most of us want to save money where we can. We're limiting our shopping out and ordering more online. I did have an elliptical at home that I would use every so often, but I made a note of what I was missing for a well-rounded workout. Then I, again, went back and looked around my home to figure out, are there other things that I could use to make my fitness journey work at home? One thing I found was that I could use my laundry detergent containers for weights. I would simply fill them with water. They made great weights in the beginning and really allowed me to save some money and that time going out. I'm very frugal and I always believe in, in that use what you have mentality. It's good for the environment and it's good for our pocketbook. I was not entertaining in my dining room when I was working from home. So when I did entertain, it was more outside and mainly in the summer. So I looked at all my spaces in the house. It took me a while to decide, do I use my dining room and do that complete change? Or do I have a more cramped space in a spare room that I had? So I decided that I was going to bite the bullet and really use my dining room space. I did make my minimal purchases with my philosophy of not spending too much money. At first, I just used my yoga mats and some other things, but eventually I bought some foam puzzle mats that I put down. At first, I didn't quite get the schedule going because I thought it would just happen that somehow just walking by the room, I would just go there. But it, it was helpful to have all that equipment nearby. I realized though, I needed to schedule it because it just didn't happen. I ended up bartering with one of my clients to buy some other equipment like a foam roller. And this is something that maybe you can do as well for those of you who are minimalists and are trying to be more environmentally friendly and watching your pocketbook. Think about bartering with some friends or ask them, do you have any gym equipment that you're not using right now that you could borrow from them if they're not using it, maybe purchase it, or maybe say, hey, if you give me this, I'll babysit the kids or do something else. So be creative with the ways that you can do this. And even outside of using the laundry detergent containers, I had some Epsom salts containers that I used to put in my bath, very good way to get magnesium. And uh, it was very interesting how I started looking at things and objects in my home in a different way. I just love finding frugal solutions that we have already at home and ways that we can do things differently around the home. So if we are working at home, these are different times. It is time for us to look at our homes with fresh eyes and from different perspectives. So with that idea that many of us trying to shop as little as possible, we really can find some things that that can work for us. One of the things that I suggest is having a good look in your pantry. I used to joke with my mom about canned goods as weights. 
when I was trying to get her to start working out, I said, hey, start with just a can of soup. Start with a bouillon that's very light, then go to a cream soup, a little heavier, and then work your way up to a thick, chunky stew. As you can see, you can be very creative when we're looking for things to use around the house. It doesn't have to be painful and it can be a little fun. If you've been working from home for some time, it may be time for you to do an audit. That means writing down what you do, when you do it, and for how long. There are lots of apps out there that can help us do this. Try it for a few different days throughout the week and on the weekends so you can see where you are really using that found time or that flex time. Think about your overall big goals. Where do you want to be? What are you always saying you want to do and wish that you could do? See how your home and what you're doing is working for you. Is it working you towards your goals or away from your goals? If your goal is to lose weight and you've added in additional snack times throughout the day, you are not moving towards your goals. Note what you're spending your time on and energy throughout the day. Take the time to really critically think about your audit and see what you can do to make some small bite-sized changes to your schedule. Small changes done consistently work. So think big and start small. I hope you enjoyed this episode in the Work From Home series. If you enjoyed this episode, please check out other episodes in the series on whatever platform you enjoy your podcasts on. You can also find more great tips and information on organizeanything.wordpress.com or by following me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Ready for more help? Visit OrganizeAnything.com to discover how Colette can help you achieve your goals. Thank you for listening to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud.